Hello, I'm Tina Marie St. Cyr, and welcome to Light Your Life, the podcast. I believe our dreams have energy, calling, and purpose, and that when we move in their direction, our lives become even more joyful, fulfilled, and effortless. This podcast gives you insights to the strategies our guests use to overcome obstacles and manifest their dreams in business, career, relationships, and in life. Listen to find new levels of energy, perspective, and courage. Your journey to light your life begins now. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. So great to have you here. I'm Tina Marie, and this is a spark of wisdom. And I wanted to share with you something that I hear many times within the coaching realm and with friends, family, and sometimes even in my own head. And it's that statement where we would hear someone say, or maybe we say, wow, I feel so overwhelmed. Who else has been there? Have you ever said, I feel overwhelmed? Oh my God, I've got so much stuff on my plate and I don't know what to do. So let's talk about some strategies on how to handle overwhelm, how to handle the multiple to-do lists that are bombarding us, the lack of possible organization of our time and our energy and our attention span with all the demands that come our way. I've been there, there probably at least two to three times a week. And I know you are too. So let's talk about some strategies that we can put in place to end the overwhelm monster, take our power back and feel as though we are making steady progress. Who's with me? I want to be there too. Let's do it. So this is what I do. Whenever things feel like they're pulling me in so many directions, I need to first do something. I tell all my clients and I do these things too. I need to take a breath. <sighs> so I'll just take a breath together, right? So breath in the body. It's kind of interesting because we hear ourselves say, you know, just take a breath already. And that is a very constructive piece of advice because breath in the body adds oxygen to the brain. And with oxygen, the brain can actually think again. Whenever we find ourselves in overwhelm, let's raise our hands. Often we're holding our breath or we're breathing in very shallow ways. So overwhelm can simply be a nervous system, emotional response to the lack of oxygen to the brain. So number one thing, we need to take breath. Second is I hit the proverbial pause button, you know, hold on, wait a second. Is everything in front of me truly as scary as my mind is making it out to be? Usually, no, it's not. However, if our lower mind, that part that is reactive, it's that reptilian brain, if it is in control of our decision-making, everything it's going to feel like nails on a chalkboard, static, or just knives coming at us, wanting our time, wanting our attention. And if we're not careful, if we're not cognizant, if we are not self-accountable to our own energy states, our own mental states, then that overwhelmed monster is going to take over and then our whole day is shot. So this is what we want to do. Take a breath, right? We've already gone through that. Take a breath. Hit the proverbial pause button. Pause means, hold on, let's gain some perspective here 
and see if what my mind is telling me is real. And usually it's going to be saying things like, oh my God, you have to do this. Or those people are going to be disappointed if you don't do this. Or it's going to blow up if this happens. Or man, if that happens, we don't know what's going to happen. So it starts catastrophizing inside of our own heads. And the response that other people see in our lives when they watch us is that, oh my God, that person's so overwhelmed. That person's so anxious. That person's like out of control. And we can sense it. If somebody walks in your office or walks in the room and they are in a state of overwhelm, can't you feel it? Yeah. More than not, they're going to tell you they are. They're going to exhibit that with body language, maybe rapid fire on the complaints of the day or just demands, right? So if we find ourselves receiving that overwhelm from someone else, we take the breath. We say, let's hold on. Let's slow down. We can even start talking with lower toned voices like our second grade teachers did. <laughs> they use that strategy. However, if it's us in that overwhelm, we need to hit our own pause button. We can't depend on other people around us to go, hey, take a break, go take a walk. What's going on? Maybe you're blowing things out of proportion because whenever we're in the lower mental, everything's going to feel like a trigger. So we've got to do it for ourselves. We've got to put on our big girl pants, big boy pants. So we need to take a pause, take a pause, take a breath, take a pause. And then we ask ourselves this wonderful question. What is true about this moment? What is absolutely true about this moment? Is the person on the other side really demanding things of us? Is there a state of fear, scare, scarcity inside of our environment? And am I completely out of options? Usually, no, we're not out of options. So let me tell you how we get some perspective on overwhelm. Because overwhelm is usually a lie. It's an illusion because somewhere we don't feel like we're resourced. We don't feel like we have enough options. We don't feel like we have enough energy. So breath in the system, move your body, get up, go take a walk, take a break, remove yourself from the situation just for two to three minutes and go, okay, there's got to be another perspective here. Let me go see it. What is that other perspective? And usually what will happen for me, at least I can speak from my perspective, right? Is that I will have only put blinders on and I see only one answer. And when I only see one answer, then yeah, the whole world feels like it's in, you know, caving in on me, right? And the truth is, let's remove the blinders. There's more perspectives. The truth is things are working. Usually things are working. Things aren't breathing down our necks. Now, if you've got, and I say this to, some, to my clients, they laugh about it. If you've got a tiger, lion, cobra, great white shark in your face, if you've got things that are literally endangering your life in this very moment, by all means, please get yourself out of that situation. Having a nervous system response of, oh my God, makes sense, right? However, the lower mind is really great at creating amazing overwhelming anxiety to so many things that aren't true. We build our own stories inside of our heads. We need to take a breath, breath and pause, tell a new story, right? Me in my 20s and early 30s, I had this habit of saying yes to everybody, thinking I can do it. And I got myself into a state of overwhelm because I was Miss Obligation Queen. Oh, you can 
count on me. I've got it. No worries. I'll get it done. I'll add it to my to-do list. Hello, Tina Marie. You were the number one enemy of your sanity. And I had to learn how to do something that was not easy to do. This was not easy to do. I had to learn how to say no. No. When people ask me to do something, usually I was the yes person because I believed in myself. I was going to make it happen. Strong. You can depend on me, right? To say no, I had interpreted that as weakness, right? That's not being nice by telling people no. However, whenever the overwhelm came and I felt like I was buried under my obligations, something had to give. It was me. So this is how we learn how to say no in a graceful way. So we would want to get some perspective on what is the truth of the request, because sometimes people just flippantly ask you for something, not knowing how much time that's going to take. And we don't take time to know how much time that's going to take. So we get to ask questions. So help me understand what is it specifically you're asking me to do and commit to. We'd find out what that is. And then we go, let me look at my calendar. Let me look at my priority list. This is what I'm working on. Does that usurp all these other things? Because this is my priority right now. And then another really great question, especially for leaders, is if you didn't have me here to ask this question to or demand my time for this, what would you do anyway? If you didn't have me, what would you do? Usually people are going to figure it out without you because they're resourceful. Oftentimes I found out people just wanted to ask me to do stuff because they wanted to work with me because it was fun, right? But hold on a second. I only have so much capacity. So we need to learn how to say no in graceful ways by pushback asking the other person to resource themselves or to look at other options. And then when that's exhausted, we can simply say, thank you so much for asking. No, I do not have time. Right now I'm full. I'm not going to take on any other obligations until I move some stuff off my plate. I really appreciate your faith and trust in me and coming to me. However, I'm not a great resource for you right now. If you need me to help you with some other resources, I could do that. I'm not the person for the job. We need to learn how to say no. Then we also need to learn how to renegotiate, renegotiate the yeses we've already put ourselves in and the weight we've already put on our shoulders, because sometimes we'll just flog ourselves to death to finish stuff, even though we are in a state of overwhelm. And then that's painful, not only for us, but everybody around us, right? So renegotiation, and there's a whole nother podcast in this series called the art of renegotiation. I'm going to give you a quickie on that one. So renegotiating is where we need to say to that person that we've said yes to something we've already obligated ourselves to or committed ourselves to. We say, you know what? I went back to my calendar. I went back to the the things that I have on my plate. And the truth is I'm not going to be the best resource to do this. I do not have time. If I continue this commitment, it's not going to be done well. Neither one of us are going to be happy. So the truth is I'm renegotiating this and I'm going to give this back to you. And I need to say no instead of yes at this time. And I really thank you for your faith and your trust in me. And I trust that you'll find somebody else to help you in this regard. Did you guys get that? That was called the art of renegotiation 101 really quick. So whenever we get overwhelmed, we need to take a breath. We need to pause. We need to look at what we're getting our own selves in. We train other people on how to treat us. If we're in overwhelm, we usually did it to ourselves, right? We said yes to too much. We get to learn how to say no, and we get to learn how to renegotiate. And we learn how to look at the beauty of our life and say, what is working? Now, the last point I want to make on this overwhelm monster is we need to also look at the size of the thing that disturbs our peace. 
if we're getting our anxiety or disturbance or reactivity on a regular basis about things, that means the size of our peace is not big, that the size of our disturbances and the size of what makes us upset or triggers us is even bigger. So we need to even out those buckets first. We need to move those things that trigger us over and we need to find more peace, P-E-A-C-E in our lives. And then eventually we want the size of our peace, the size of our inner peace and outer peace to far outweigh any small thing that could trigger us or take our peace. There's a Buddhic saying that you can measure someone's peace by the size of that which irritates it or takes it away. So look inside yourself. What is the size of your inner peace? And if you do not believe you have a very substantial, overabundant, amazingly flowing inner peace, that's probably priority number one is to start building up your reserves of inner peace through meditation, breath work, self-care, exercise, get outside in nature, have some really great friends around you that help to nourish you. All these beautiful things will raise your inner peace. And then you will not be easily overwhelmed in any way. Awesome, huh? Hopefully you took some great nuggets away from our time together. And I can't wait to be with you again. If you took these nuggets away and you said, this really helped me, Tina Marie, look at the show notes because the show notes will line it all out. If you want to copy paste, go put things on social media, things like that. But also, please share this with your friends, because we'd love to get our listenership for the Light Your Life podcast rising up, 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 so we can help more people just like you. So thank you for your time in the spark of wisdom, these little nuggets, and I will see you and hear you and be with you in your ear next time. Tina Marie, checking out. Bye-bye. That was so energizing. I have takeaways that will help my life, and I'm sure you do too. To get show notes, bonuses, gifts for you from our guests, and more, head over to lightyourlifepodcast.com. And be sure to bookmark this podcast as one of your favorites. I am Tina Marie St. Cyr, founder of Bonfire Coaching and creator of the Bonfire Method. Thank you so much for being connected. Now my homework for you Summon the courage to light your life a little more and go make progress on your dreams today. The Light Your Life podcast is brought to you by Bonfire Coaching. Bonfire Coaching is a system of tools, methodologies, and strategies that help each individual rise above the mundane life that feels efforting where our mind will get stuck, have confusion, frustration, anger, fear, depression, anxiety, loneliness, and pain. And when we have that calling inside of ourselves for more in our life, where do we turn? We need professional sounding boards that are highly skilled in moving us out of our own way and helping us with strategies to overcome procrastination, hesitance, and that mind that'll hold us back. Bonfire Coaching has helped thousands of people across the globe find lives of fulfillment, success, movement, progress, love, joy, happiness, wonder, and aliveness. And we would love to talk to you. There's always available the complimentary consultation where you can sit with one of our coaches 
And we will help you dive into the strategies and the tools that we help so many people with. And you can see for yourself how powerful these tools are for you to transform your life. Simply go to bonfirecoaching.com and sign up today. We can't wait to meet you.